Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby, he's Davey, he's Brandon. Heyo! You can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Goons. Now let's get you the info you need to be a champ. We are recording this for the second time now. We uh, had a a slight technical difficulty with uh, the last recording, so we're redoing it. So hopefully we'll be on our game, but you know, no promises. How are you guys doing this week? Stellar. I'm, uh, I'm... I had a good week actually in fantasy. I only, I didn't even lose. I tied, I tied Brandon. So I went uh, three zero and one. I guess if you will, three zero and one. <laughs> yeah, and it was so, a categories good. league. It was a categories yeah. league guy that went, uh, you know, kind of back and back and forth uh, all week. You started pretty strong. I think you had some earlier games than me, but uh, you know, gotta gotta stick through it and, and power power through. I think Bobby smashed. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I think I won every other one. I think I lost one uh, because. I think we talked about it last time. You had those Sharks and Preds guys and got those early games like two or three days before other guys. I started off off one of our high scoring leagues like 400 points down. <laughs> and so so it was a, it was a near impossibility uh for me to come back. What I am worried about about us re-recording this is I, you know how Bobby always likes to steal my lines and all of my takes on the second go, on the oh. second go around. Oh, it's already, we got it's a whole, already in my we, notepad. We got a whole episode's <laughs> worth. He's he's lying. He actually did get the recording of the whole last one. He was he's he's been listening through and he's going to steal all of our takes before we can have them. So I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching you, bro. I'll call you out on it too. I don't want people yeah, to uh, think. Yeah. Before we go any further, I do want to talk a little bit about Riley Smith and Connor Clifton. Uh, hey, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you, you find it that important that we got to go out of order before we even kind of <laughs> check check yeah. in on our impressions of the week. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump straight into our weekly and uh, impressions. Um, coming off right out of the gate. Uh, OB has still got it. The grade eight, 25 points in standard leagues uh, as of when we made the dock. Um, behind only Zabinijad, uh, Niskushin, and Panarin. Um, I got him in one league in like the fifth round. Like I, and I called it in the preseason, people are going to sleep on him because of his age. If you're in a league, like a lot of leagues, you know, put a lot of points towards goals and hits, he gets a lot of hits. I mean, he is, he is a, a fantasy god in some leagues especially now at his value because he's still performing very, very well. Yeah, I only yeah. – I, I love the take. I only got him one place uh, in our in one of our high-scoring leagues, and um, I had to take him in the second round. I knew you were going to take him there and uh, had, to, had to snipe you. You know, I had to, had yeah. to make sure that I, uh, that I, I got him over you, so – uh, but yeah, man, I, I love the, I love the take, uh, obviously three, you know, guys that have really started strong that he's behind. So, I, you know, I'm not hating on, uh, starting behind those three with the way they they've started, um, my weekly impressions. And I thought I was going to have to have to change this, but they actually haven't played a game since we've recorded. So, uh, 
What's going on with the Wild? I mean, zero and three right now, sitting uh, you know ninth uh, in the you know right above the San Jose Sharks, who are zero and five. Um, and I mean, what's going on with them? I mean, we kind of, I think, we all expected a lot more than this. Bobby, I think, was the lowest of all of us on them. He didn't think they were going to have a super stellar season, but I don't know that he predicted uh, you know them hanging out with the Sharks uh, even this early in the season. Um, <laughs> what, what, what do you yeah. guys think? Yeah, shocks me, Connor. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was a lot higher on them, I think, than than I think maybe both you guys. Honestly, like I just I I love seeing them. They've got the they've got the players. I feel like they do. Losing Fiala obviously hurts, but I mean, um, and I think at, last time we had this exact same conversation uh, yesterday. Uh, that's what you brought up. You brought up Fiala. I mean, losing yeah. him was a big part of it. I feel like, and they're going to turn it around. I'll, I'll talk about them later today in this episode. But I, yeah, I think they'll turn it around. But it, it hey, weird start for them though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, um, I agree. I, I was pretty low on the Wild. I like, like you said, I did not think they'd be this low. Um, I, I think they turned it around now. Here soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I want to talk about my boys, uh, the Dallas Stars. I, I don't know. I think, uh, dude, what what a start! Three and zero. They've scored what uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen goals. I feel like it is in three games. Whatever it is. Um, it's impressive. This is a team that doesn't score, that is not used to scoring under the Rick Bonus system or any of their previous head coaches. But Pete DeBoer comes in, and all of a sudden, Dallas Stars is an offensive juggernaut. Granted, we're three games into the season, uh, for Dallas at least. Uh, but today, the power rankings came out. Dallas ranked fifth. I mean, I don't remember the last time I've seen that in a long time. So it, to me, it's uh, it's refreshing. Ottinger's playing killer. I think he leads the league right now in goals against. Granted, again, three games in the season, but <laughs> I, hey, it's it's a good start. It's good. To, it's good to see. I'm pumped about it. Um, so I, hopefully, it's a sign of good things to come. Yeah, love the take. I I obviously um have have you know something that I was going to ask that I already have asked, but something that I noticed with you know you talking about how many goals they've already put down. Uh. Three games into the season, they have a plus ten goal differential. That's substan that's substantial yeah. to be at be at double digits. So if you're right and they scored thirteen goals, they've only allowed three goals across three games. That's uh, it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's uh that's 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 very, very impressive. Um my question for you is, you know, the stars usually start pretty slow and then pick it up mm -hmm. at the end of the season. They've had some recent, you know, playoff success. Uh, are you as a stars fan now worried that maybe they've started off too strong and then they're going to they're going to fizzle out as the uh, as the season goes on? You can't help but think about that, you know, because yeah. last season, what did they start? Oh, and seven, something like that. And right. it was like, oh, God, we're going to have a bad season. And they kind of mid mid middle of the pack kind of did the, that thing. But yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it is something that you should probably keep in, in your mind because it could be one of those. Hey, start the season. We're going to go five and oh, and then all of a sudden we're going to have this absolute just shit streak. It's, you know, it's I mean? why they play 82. I mean, you know, right exactly. now, that's I mean, we do we, we, we do, you know, podcasting. And so we got to be crazy. You know, we got to say, well, the wild are basically done. They're zero and three. And then and then the stars are basically walking into the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, because yeah. they're three and the division, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've seen some good hockey so far. I mean, you know, there's been some obviously some bad teams and some bad losses for for teams and play people play uh teams where we don't expect them uh but again i think bobby and i said it on the main show i mean they play 82 games for a reason you know holler at me yeah. in 70 some odd games that with a real sample size and we can kind of see who right. we have uh completely yeah. 
Uh, let's move into our pickups. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to start us off with uh, Shane Godespear. Uh, Godespear? Godespear? Godespear. Godespear. Yeah, there we go. I always fuck with that name up. Um, this old veteran blue liner. This old veteran blue liner has two Certainly. goals, two assists, uh, I mean, two power play points, and a shorty through you know, uh, the first I, three games. Uh, they played. They're going to get something tonight, from somewhere. They're still a professional a team, despite the fact that they're playing in a college arena in front of five thousand people. Don't let that fool you. I think they're still paying these guys millions of dollars. But they they are getting parking tickets for you know having to having to park, and that's a teacher's spot, buddy. Okay, that's a twenty that's a twenty five dollar ticket. That's a white zone. Okay. Um, moving into my pickups, uh, Bobby went with, you know, one of those main, hey, Shane Gossespierre could be a, a member of your team all year long kind of guys. I have uh, two lower percentage owned guys that are, are more of that streaming category, maybe not trying to hit on a year long, but can turn into maybe one of those guys as well, depending on if their deployment kind of stays the same. Uh, so for for defense, I got Connor Clifton. Um, already at the time of writing this, he had four assists, seven shots on goal, nine hits, uh, six blocks playing defense for Boston at 9% rostered. I mean, that's, uh, that's a guy that, you know, a good streaming, good streaming spot for for you. And then you, you don't have to feel bad about dropping him later if he kind of falls off the map. But if this is a guy that continues to, to get the time on ice and, uh, and play, uh, that, that Boston is not so top heavy right now. You know, Boston is traditionally a very top heavy, top heavy team one and two. Uh, whereas right now they're kind of having to spread the love due to injuries and, and whatnot. So Connor Clifton is somebody I'm targeting in at Boston. Um, and then somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, we've, we've talked, uh, I think somebody will talk a little bit um, about, about Philly's big start and, uh, and, and Bobby being in the clear lead for the bet. Uh, Davey, Davey doesn't know how to know what to feel. Usually guys, but you guys both just start garbage and y'all are all just garbage the whole year. So, uh, hey, what'd you just say about just being uh, three games in the season? <laughs> we'll talk with it. <laughs> it's, it's only works if it's my team. If my teams are three, and oh, we're dope. We're doing dope. We're doing it. This is an indication. Uh, but. But Philly being off to a hot start, being three and zero themselves, I think they are four and zero since uh, since we have spoken. Is that CMAC? No, they're three and one. They have lost their first game, and um, so it begins. But uh, for a categories league specifically, I'm looking at Kevin Hayes, a center for Philadelphia, um, a, a team that doesn't have a ton of fantasy options. Have traded it, traded a lot of it away. Uh, but uh, a guy that I've always kind of looked to in categories leagues, especially ones with faceoffs, he's gonna get you faceoff wins. He already has uh, 18 through uh, through his uh, through their four games. Uh, I'm sorry, through three games at that point, three assists, two power play points, five shots on goal, only 10% rostered. Uh, a guy that I find myself week two, week three. Uh, him ranking highly in, in a categories league and me grabbing him and always finding a reason not to drop him. You know, he's, he's still producing, he's still on that level for me. Um, and so that's uh that's a guy that, you know, I think, you know, this week, maybe not, maybe not looking at him this week, unless it's a spot start due to Philly only having three games. 
uh, but a guy that you can kind of look at as a possible long-term option as he's only 10% on me, more than likely he's not uh, rostered in most of the leagues that you're playing in. Yeah. I like the picks. I think those, I think that those are solid. Um, I, uh, I'm running with Riley Smith this week. Uh, I feel like the the Golden Knights uh, got a good, pretty good start, three and one. Um, and actually, I think they secured. Actually, they lost last night uh, to Calgary. I did watch that game. Um, but I got Riley Smith running with him. He's uh, got a goal and assist only thus far. I actually believe he got points last night. So these these stats could be in, incorrect. Um, they got four games next week, um, which is what this is for. So he's a first line guy. Likely looking like he's going to be playing with Eichel, Kessel, guys like that. Uh, plays on power play one. Only 17% rostered. This is a guy who I feel like he's going to turn it on. Even though the stats feel low, it's still early. Um, so to me, for 17% rostered, he's a good addition. Um, I, I would I would strongly suggest adding him to the team, especially with that first-line look and also first-line power play, uh, leagues with power play points. I feel like he's going to be kind of one of the main guys. He's going to step up. Um, and he's going to, uh, And he's going to, you know, step in and do his thing, I think. And so Riley Smith is my guy. Um, yeah, no, I, I like both of those, um, a lot. Let's, uh, let's move into stream of the week. I started, uh, when I put this down, I had Stuart Skinner, who was going to be taking the lead for Jack Campbell at Edmonton. Um, however, since then he had, he allowed three goals. Uh, they lost. Um, I'm still going to say that he still has potential as a starting goalie. Um, but it's just, I don't know if. I'm going to – I don't know. It's still at Edmonton goalie, and that system there is not good for goalies. So I'm calling an audible, and I think that um, a guy who is 38% rostered, currently uh, ranked 15 in um, standard leagues. He's got dual eligibility. That's uh, Gabriel Villardi from uh, the Kings. Um, his st- Right now he's got uh, one – he's got three goals, two assists, and a power play point. Um through the first, what what have they played? Four games, one, two. They played, yeah, they played four games this season. The Kings are looking pretty decent. They're three and one. Um, they're putting up decent amount of numbers. So yeah, uh, I like if 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 you need a goalie, if you are in a de- desperate spot, Stuart Skinner. But I like uh, Gabriel Velarde uh, a lot. Um, in in almost all leagues. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I still have Jack Campbell as one of my goalies in a lot of my leagues, so I'm really hoping that the Jack Campbell play is still their main guy. Um, Stuart Skinner is getting a good opportunity, though, and I think he will get a good opportunity. So we'll see what happens there, I guess. But um, Yeah, that's absolutely kind of where Bob and I landed. Um, last time that we recorded it, was that was a couple of questions that I had. I mean, you know, we, we keep thinking maybe Jack Campbell's not the guy. Let's try this next guy. But, I mean, we've had so many guys that are supposed to be the guy there in, yeah. in Edmonton that maybe it's it, it's more likely it's just not a system conducive for a goalie. You know, I mean, look, yeah. you got you got big ballers on the front line, on the, on the top lines, and they're always trying to rush and score, which leaves you in bad defensive positions, allowing for easier goals on, on these goaltenders. Um, I said, and so I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Skinner. Definitely. If I have Jack Campbell, you can kind of secure up a couple starts in the week and just maybe, maybe punt some goals against and and hope for some wins. Um, but I love the, love the second pick from Bob. So, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in agreement, but it's, you know, 
it's just tough. I mean, I think Jack Campbell still has a good opportunity to get it done myself. Definitely. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to roll stream of the week this week. I'm going to kind of go with uh, Bond's weekly impression of why the wild are starting bad and how that's just been a trash start. This is my turnaround week for the Minnesota wild. Uh, they've got four games. Uh, they're going to find themselves this week. I think uh, obviously they, with the only three start, but I look for a rebound next week. They've got, a fairly easy week with Montreal, Ottawa, Detroit, Chicago. Um, I know it's hard to find yourself playing four really bad teams, but I feel like this is the time where they're like, okay, they learn to click. They learn to figure it out. They learn what they need to do. They just remind themselves back of how they run power plays, how they do their, how their system runs. I think this is their, their wake up week. And, and if they lose one of these games, honestly, like I think that even gives them more of a wake up call. Like you need to, you need to go out and play these teams, teams you're supposed to beat teams that you need to beat in order to compete, especially in the central where we're seeing central being one of the most competitive divisions in hockey. And it's, 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 it's insane what we're seeing out there right now. I feel like everybody's good in the central other than Chicago. Um, so this is where Minnesota needs to grind. They need to get through it. So I'm going to stream them next week with these games, easy games. I'd look for a lot of points. A lot of these guys, still a lot of availability on the wild. So uh, yeah, I'm running wild next week. Nice. Uh, Bondo, what are you streaming this week? Uh, yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm looking to stream uh, the the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. We had talked at the time they had kind of a, a slow start. I haven't checked where they are currently sitting, but yeah, still pretty slow. Two and two um, from uh, when they from when they started. Uh, a slow uh, a slow start. I'm thinking that's going to pick up, kind of like the kind of like with the Wild. Obviously, not as uh, not the same situation as the wild, but, uh, but for a regular season team, you know, that's really, you know, it's going to, that's traditionally good in the regular season. Uh, that's, that's a, a very slow start. So four games this week, starting with a tough, uh, a tough Vegas team on, uh, on Monday and then on Thursday going and playing, um, at San Jose and then at La, uh, Los Angeles and then at, uh, uh, Anaheim on Saturday and Sunday, uh, two relatively tough games, two, uh, easier games on the road trip. I, I don't even know how they're necessarily going to fare winning and, and losing, you know, that, that Western road trip can be tough sometimes. Uh, I do feel that they're going to, they're going to be scoring some points. Uh, so going and looking and locating some of those Leafs players, uh, especially for that double whammy at the end of the week, if you need somebody, um, that's that's probably where I'm looking to uh, stream some guys in uh, because at this point we have such a small sample size. Let's go with the the teams that we know can can and have produced, and uh, we'll adjust a little later on if that ends up not being the case uh, for the Leafs. Okay, why don't you take us right into tail and fades and uh, who you're tailing this week? Uh yeah, I, I'm 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 tailing the pins. They uh they started strong, uh two wins and overtime loss, uh but at the time Sid Sid the kid had six points. Uh they have four games this week. I'm I'm guessing the the, the fantasy output is going to continue with two t- strong teams to start the week, two weaker teams to end the week. Uh but but we know how the Penguins get when Sidney Crosby gets hot like this. Uh, pick up every piece of debris, peripheral. Hey, this guy's going to come in, and I heard he's going to get to play 35 seconds with Sidney Crosby's line. Pick that guy up. I mean, how you know, three years ago, uh, 
Jake Gunsel. Oh, this young kid that's never played hockey is going to come up and he's going to play with uh, uh, Sidney Crosby's line because I believe it was Brian Rust was out uh, and and look what look what he became. Uh, but even, even so that's, that's somewhere that I'm definitely tailing right now. If you get the opportunity to grab, grab one of those penguins players, um, while, uh, there is a team or hot, I'm, I'm trying to take that opportunity. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I think, you know, I hate this as a Prince fan. I hate seeing it, but the, you know, the hands are off to a hot start. And I think that you should ride those coattails as long as you can. Um, uh, for me, I'm I'm telling the Vegas Gold Knights off to a very hot start. They've got four games coming up. They got three at home. This is a team that could go out and win all four games and put up lots and lots of numbers. And even if they do end up splitting it or you know dropping one or hell, even in the off chance they somehow drop all four, they're still going to put up a lot of numbers. And this is a very fantasy relevant team. Yeah, they are. I would say that this this is one of those teams that. Um, you can, like I said with Riley Smith, you can find a lot of guys that are still available on this roster that are, are going to get a lot of. They shuffle, they shuffle their lines a lot. Chandler Stevenson, Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, outside of that, Mark Stone and that Jack Eichel. I mean, you like like you're saying, I mean, you're going to get fifteen, twenty percent owned guys, and in Vegas, uh, yeah. it, it, those those higher guy, those top tier guys for them were were always that risk that you take. What kind of offense are they actually going to put out there? Uh, but if the, if the, it was definitely worth that risk cause it, it paying off as it has so far, uh, you know, Eichel looks, looks comfortable there. Uh, I expect them to get more comfortable with one another, which will, will equate to, to more points. Love the pick, Bob. Nice. Um, Davey, what do you tailor this week? Uh, I'm going with the New York Rangers on this one. <clears throat> Um, they got four games. Uh, they get a real test with Colorado, but uh, they're all, they're going to take on the Islanders, the Stars, and and Arizona. Um, honestly, I, I like this Rangers team. There's still some availability out there in leagues as well. They've got a lot of guys, kind of like kind of like Vegas, who are out there. Uh, guys like uh, you know Alexis Lafreniere, uh, Trocheck, Heedle, Papocaco, you know even Barclays Goudreau, uh, and they're all getting power play time. I noticed they shuffle those power plays up because obviously this is. This is early in the season where teams are still trying to figure out their power plays and their you know, penalty kills and all of these units. And, and they're even still shuffling lines to figure out what's strong for the season. That's what I kind of like about early season fantasy is you can get a lot of relevancy from some of these guys. And a lot of times you can pick up these young guys um, early in the season and they maintain their second line status or their top six status or their power play one status. Right. So that's what I like about guys like Lafreniere, who I, I think went undrafted in a lot of leagues. I actually drafted them in one as one of my like very last picks. And we're going to see if it plays out. I mean, I, that's what I like about these guys, especially with teams like Vegas and New York, who have players that are still hovering in those small percentage categories of owned. Um, that's what I like about them. Um, I'm actually predicting Rangers next week to go three and one with a loss against my boys, the Stars. So I think it's going to be a good week for New York next week. And go check them out. A lot of players available. Yeah, I want to. I wanted to add in, you named most of the, those peripheral players uh, in a banger league. I, I'm going to going and finding and hunting out Keandre Miller and, yes. and, yeah, Ryan, and Ryan Reeves. Uh, those yep. dudes are, if, especially if you're in a points based bangers league, uh, they are, I guarantee you racking up some points. They're both probably top 25 players in those leagues. Uh, so definitely uh, 
all sorts of talent there that that comes from the fastest ever ranger to 10 points or uh, you know uh, with our timmy panarin and but the thing is with with the bread man getting there so quick is name one good player that's ever played for the rangers okay I'll wait. I'll wait. All right. <laughs> I got you. Mark Messier. <laughs> I mean, he's all right. I, I would I said name a good player. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I mean Brian Leach. They, don't they call Wayne Gretzky the good one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the decent one. The he's a <laughs> hype one. He's a hype one. <laughs> Mike Richter. Uh, <laughs> see, now you're just making up names. My no, sphincter. Dude, Mike my sphincter. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh uh, let's um uh let's head into our fading. Uh Vaughn, why don't you start us off with who you're fading? Yeah, um, despite their their strong start uh, in favor of you and your your winning the bet, Bob. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Flyers. Two games. It's hard to hard to work through uh, two games in a week. Uh, I'm not suggesting you drop the guys that you that you like. Uh, but those, if you're if you're wondering which guy you should pick up, well, keep in mind that you know our suggestion is always use those ads as appropriately as possible for early week if you can. Um, so you want to try to get guys you can get a multiple day out of. Find that Monday, Wednesday guy. Find that, uh, you know, that that Monday, Sunday guy and maybe a couple games in between uh, to maximize those games. It's hard to do with two, with two games. So um, I'm going to be fading the Flyers this upcoming week. Nice. Good choice. Um, I'm going to fade Nashville this week. Um, Despite the obvious with the two games, I didn't love what I saw against Dallas. Uh, Bob, I saw you at the game. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I feel like we didn't see what we were supposed to see from Nashville. They were ranked higher than Dallas. I didn't like what I saw. I don't think they were clicking quite right. I felt like they were good games against San Jose the first couple games of the season uh, out there in, in the Czech Republic. But um, I didn't like what I was seeing. Uh, the two games obviously is is not great. But um, I don't know if Nashville's gonna have a great season. I, I hate to. I don't want to like completely shit all over them. Because they're still kind of one of those middle of the line teams that I don't think it's going to like emerge from the pack. I still think they're they're going to hold it together, but I don't expect them to be like the best team in the central. I think maybe they'll yeah. finish in a in a in a potential bubble spot on the playoffs. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm going to tail. Or excuse me, I'm going to fade them next week for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I, I can't help but agree with you. Unfortunately. Um. I'm kind of going opposite of what we usually do for fading, and I'm going with the Devils. They have four games this week. However, it seems like a trap, and don't fall for it. This is not a good team. They're not going to put up a lot of numbers. There are so many uh, teams this week with four games that they, there are other options this week. Don't don't just look at the numbers and say, oh, they have four games. I'm going to ride this team. Just I would avoid the Devils at all, at all costs this week. Yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time figuring out who to play who to play goaltender wise for the Devils. Are you going Vanacek? You going you going with Blackwood? Uh, I can't figure it out, and I don't think they can either. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's and, it's a strange situation. Yeah, and then on top of that, you got to hope uh, that they can score enough goals to help you help you get a win. Uh, even yeah. if they only get a couple goals dropped on them, uh, if he scores zero, that's not uh, not very conducive right. for for winning. Uh, <laughs> right. So I, I totally agree with Bob. We, you know, this is the time that we kind of also, you know, we're wanting to fade and pick up players and stream players so we can win that week. 
but it's pretty early on and you can also be looking for that long-term option. Yeah, this guy's got a slightly better schedule, but if this guy, you know, if we hear that that day-to-day injury for uh, this guy on that line is actually something more serious, well, this guy's in a in a better better spot. That's that's what I'm looking at as well, Bob. Is kind of that per, that outside uh, advantage, the uh, the fringe benefits of of your ads yeah. versus one another. Yeah, for sure. Um, but all right, guys, thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, for Davey, I'm Bobby, uh, and that's Brandon. We'll see you all next week. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media. Jimmy.